Hello everyone and welcome back to another great super cool radio interview. I am your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just a quick reminder to thumbs up this video and make sure to subscribe and turn on that notification bell. That way you don't miss any super cool radio interviews or episodes. I have an awesome guest who will be joining me momentarily. I had the opportunity to see A Killer's Confession live for the second time back in December. Always a great time seeing them. I have the opportunity to chat with my guest, Waylon Revis. We're going to talk about that show in Battle Creek, his thoughts on what's going on in society right now, the direction A Killer's Confession is heading, and so much more. So let's dive into this interview. Let's go. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. I got a great guest with me at this time. He is the lead vocalist and creator of A Killer's Confession. Please welcome Waylon Revis. Uh, thank you for having me tonight, Matthew, man. I appreciate it. Of course. It's very nice to see you. I know uh, we talked just a little briefly. Uh, last time I saw you at uh, in Battle Creek in December, so it's very nice to have you on the show. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you had me after that show. I had my, my meltdown on stage. <laughs> well, look, I was interviewing uh, Sahaj for the first half of your set, so by the second half, I, I didn't know anything went wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, the second half, I had just, you know, you hit a level, you said, fuck it, that's where we were at. <laughs> now, you were past. From, oh, we from were past, were past. <laughs> I was past fuck it, and I was like, let's go. <laughs> I don't, is there really a level past fuck it? I think you just go past it. Oh, dude, it's like when you hit past fuck it, it is there like babies might get thrown. It's, it's a bad place to be. Not that we condone that at all here. No, we um, don't condone it, but like shit happens. That <laughs> we, is we, true. We, won't, we won't say babies. We'll throw cabbage, cabbage patch kids. That's what there we, we go. We'll throw some cabbage patch kids and maybe <laughs> kick the dog. <laughs> yeah, once that that's the level past fuck it. It's it's kicking dogs and throwing cabbage patch kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were there. And uh, I had Tank with me. Tank would have bit you. He's like, I'm he's like, I'm on dad's side. <laughs> but I, I will say so it was my second time seeing I actually got to see I it was a headlining show uh in Fort Wayne, I believe uh like a year and a half ago in yes, uh, and Pierre's. Pierre's, yes, yes. Uh, absolutely love playing Pierre's, man. We've been, I have been playing there since the early 2000s. And just like it, and it's always been there. It's been establishments. It's kind of just this iconic thing. And uh, to still be able to come back, even though it's a new band, new project, it's amazing and having a, a great crowd always, always having a great crowd. Oh, for sure. One thing I really noticed about like with Pierre's, their sound always sounds good. 
There. One of the best, one of the best in the in the league, man. It, like you get the Pierre's, you know it's going to be right, and you know it's going to be good. Uh, they have a top top uh, level staff there that know what they're doing. They have a great system, just amazing low end, and just they they know what they're doing. You don't even have to really bring anybody. They they've got it covered. Oh, definitely. They're always very professional there, and they always have um, you know very unique like shows. They have uh, obviously the the rock and metal shows but then like i saw last week on their page they had uh midget wrestling uh like on a saturday night like they're <laughs> very diverse with the what they do well the you know the that that wrestling that th will bring it in like i actually follow some uh uh, micro micro wrestling yes. on TikTok, and I absolutely love it. I'm like, these are actually pretty cool characters. So, like, I could definitely see that being a draw. Oh yeah, I was watching some clips from the the show of Pierre's. It just it you know it, it's a it looks like a lot of fun. I have to get out to one of those micro shows just because they look like it's always a good time. Oh, the micro shows are awesome, and I mean, but like I said, um, they have characters, and I mean, they, I, and I follow them on TikTok, so it's like. Those uh, those guys get up there and they're entertaining and just absolutely and they're wrestlers, you know. It's like they're just there's very small wrestlers that do the same uh, deaf divine uh, stunts. <laughs> so, wow, <laughs> he I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't either. I was uh, I was I was thrown by a pro wrestler for one of my videos like way back when I first started, mm -hmm. and um, you know for me I'm I'm six one, so for like to me like I didn't have to like do anything. He just literally just threw me. It was oh, uh, very impressive. Well, that's the thing. I have a lot of wrestling friends. I, and anybody knows my past knows I have actually stepped into the squared circle and I have done things in the ring. And those guys are the best athletes out there. They're performers, they're, they're artists, and, and they're athletes on top of that. They're, most of all, they're athletes. And they're very, very, very strong, tough people. So if, or, if you're one of those people like, oh, wrestling's fake and all that it's like yeah you go ahead let one of them hit you like you'll come back with a different tone I, I promise you that those guys are you know they're there to entertain you and give you a show keyword sports entertainment but they are as tough as they come oh for sure and they, they train like you know they train like athletes they they are actual athletes and they definitely train like that and they're ridiculously uh resilient strong and, well, a lot of uh, them are like former football players. I mean, I mean yeah. I'm talking about high level. I'm not talking that. Oh, I played Pee Wee. No, these guys are real athletes. And uh, for anybody to not say that a wrestler's an athlete, they're they're, they're high. <laughs> you're, you're high. <laughs> no, exactly. And um, you know, I was, I always enjoyed it. I wouldn't. Um, you know, maybe if there's occasion where I would step into the ring, maybe I would do it. But uh, I just I'd let them handle it because uh, I don't I, I don't like getting beat up. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Uh, um, I was lucky enough to be in uh, in the ring with some true professionals that took care of me. And uh, those who are in the business, they know what I'm talking about. But they they walked me through everything and uh, they protected me to make sure that I didn't get hurt. And I mean, granted, I did get injured, but that's going to happen. Gravity doesn't change for anybody. A bump's a bump. Like when you, it's like you hit a mat, you hit a mat. It doesn't change just because you think there's a little piece of padding on it. No, it still hurts. <laughs> I would imagine you know, gravity is uh, not very. Uh, uh, it doesn't discriminate. It uh, it works the same for everybody. <laughs> gravity does not change. <laughs> it's like so when you see these guys jumping off like these twenty foot cages. Remember. That's still ground underneath them. That they have not come up with some levitating ability to make their body parts not snap. They have just, um, they're crazy. I would not do that. Like I have a thing with heights. Like I get up, I can get up on a height, 
And but jumping off of it, you know, I've jumped off many PA and and I think alcohol had a little bit to do with that. You know, it's like a little liquid courage. But uh, uh, like I like if I if I'm straight laced and I'm looking off 20 feet and thinking about jumping, there better be some water or something underneath me. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm not too big, uh, too big on heights either. Um, you know, I, I haven't really jumped off really anything that high. Or maybe if when I was a kid, like you don't think about it, you just do yeah. it. But now as I got older, I go, oh, that looks ridiculously high, and uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Well, that's the thing. It's like. I'll jump out of a plane. I got a parachute because if it don't work, it's done anyway. <laughs> but if I have to jump off of something and land on ground and roll or whatever, I'm not really wanting to do that. I'm, I'm like, no, we're gonna. This, uh, this is gonna hurt, and I'm I'm too old for this shit. That, like, that's but, I, good. but I have been known to the cliff dive. I will jump off cliffs into water, but you have to land right on that too. You know, it's like, and I, you get it there, man. I, I, it still bothers me, but like that rush going off of it, it's insane. But uh, I'm just glad it's water. I'm, I'm actually going into water. I don't want to hit ground. <laughs> that's, I think that's my problem with it. If there's water around, I'll jump off. And if I got a parachute, it's like, oh, well, you know, we're good there. But if, if, if it's solid ground underneath me, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just like, no, we're going to sit up here like a, they get a ladder. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, ground, it gives you like a different perspective with water. It's it's a lot different than just looking at just ground. Well, that's the thing too. Like you jump up high enough, like hitting, uh, like you hit the water wrong. It's still going to be like hitting pavement. So you, yeah. you need to know what you're doing. <laughs> that is definitely true. I, I haven't done anything like that yet. You're going to flip and messed up and did a belly flop. Man, think about that from 200 feet. <laughs> I have done that. I have done that. I've tried to impress people, and then I just wind up like hurting myself. So, I think the, <laughs> high, I, the highest rock I've jumped on was like 120 feet, and uh, the guy I was with is like, he goes, "You go in like a pencil." He goes, "Straighten your toes, keep your hands to the side." He goes, "Do not, do not move forward. Don't move back. Just try to go straight in." He, he goes, "Point your toes," and I said, "Why?" He goes, "He goes, it'll break your feet when you hit. And the water would push it, push it up, and just snap your ankles." Wow. Yeah. Like, it, it, water will mess you up too, but you just got to be smart when you do it. But I love doing that. I love swimming. I'm a, like, I'm a water baby. Like you put a pool next to me. I'm going to, I'm going to live in it. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I didn't know that with, with the, with the water. Uh, oh yeah. Break your feet. Like that's, that's intense. Like to, and to make sure you do it right. We had a guy that, that I grew up with, um, back in North Carolina that we had a, a bridge called oh, 268 and called 268 bridge. And this thing was high up and it was a thing for the teenagers to walk out there middle of the night and jump off of it. And I mean, this is like 200 feet down into the water. I mean, this was no small bridge and they get, they do it. And uh, one, one of our friends got up there just as inebriated as he could ever be. And uh, two people had already jumped before him and thank God they had already were down there in the water because he landed like an L. Like he smacked his face, it knocked him out. Like just drunk. Just, and I remember he didn't walk right for like three weeks and had to like just look like just just bruise off the side of his body. Like just messed him up. It, lucky it didn't kill him. Yeah. Oof. So that, that's <laughs> rough. Well, well, you learn. Don't drink and jump. <laughs> 
you, that, that, you've definitely learned for next time if you decide to do it. Like, oh, you that. can just look at him and learn your lesson. Like, that's, I'm not doing that. That. <laughs> that. that is very true. Now, I, I did want to talk about I, I, I've enjoyed we talked about pro wrestling and uh, Cliff Diamond jumping in water. Definitely uh, a lot of cool stuff. I, I wasn't expecting to have a conversation like that, but I'm definitely <laughs> enjoying it. I did want to talk about, so you had uh, a run of shows with Ra uh, when yes. I saw you last. Uh, but I, I'm curious, since he, he did produce uh, the latest album, which is Remember, which I have right here that you were yes. very nice to sign. Thank um, you. So how did you meet Sahaj and um, determine like uh, he was a good producer for A Killer's Confession? I didn't know him at all. Uh, to be honest with you, I knew of Ra, and I remember do you call my name, and uh, we had a mutual friend that was working for me at the time. And he's like, hey, you need a you need a radio song. And I have the producer for you. Um, I work with him a lot because I'm going to call my friend Sahaj Tickerton and see if I can get you in. And they um, they ended up doing that. And I flew out to California, didn't know anybody there, landed on my own and uh, ended up renting a car, getting a hotel. And I went to Sahaj's house for the first time. And we, when the first time I met him, we wrote uh, the songs Angel on the Outside and I Wish. And uh, just like he, 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 he showed me ways to use my voice that I had never used in Mushroom Head or anything else. Like he, like a new way to be me. And uh, we just, we just hit it off the bat. And he's been my friend ever since. Well, that's really awesome, and I know I, I've had the opportunity to interview him in December. And what I really know, he's super intelligent. Like, which oh, is yes. like just not just about music, just like about just life in general. He's very intelligent. Sahaj has been around the block a few times, and it's like never underestimate that guy knows a little bit about everything. He really does. So don't have a few drinks with him and get in a heated debate because he'll know about what he's talking about. <laughs> he he definitely will. He uh, you. Nailed right on the head. He knows a little bit about everything, and he's incredibly, he incredibly smart. And um, just the, and just like music, he's just extreme, like just uh, extremely uh, calculated and smart with like the way he produces. It's incredible. Yes, he he is very, very. I, I love the direction. Now, Sahaj and I, uh, we've kind of we've not parted ways, but I'm kind of going on a different uh, trajectory now of what I'm doing, and and, and everything in life. I mean, I did. A lot of indifference of good men, and remember with Saj, and sometimes you got to branch out to come back, and go full circle. And I see us working together again in the future. But like I'm now, I'm on this this different trajectory of doing what I'm doing, and and you know, circle the circle will come around. We we'll end up working together again. Oh, 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 definitely. But I mean, you gotta, you know, you're uh, on a little bit, you gotta branch out a little bit and go in a little bit of a different direction. I definitely look forward to seeing what direction that is for a killer's confession. But I, I, I know you guys definitely work, work together again, but you know, right now you gotta explore the different direction at this time. Well, that's the thing. I'm going darker and, uh, Sahaj is, he's a really good, uh, a, a rock, uh, radio rock kind of guy. And I'm really not going that direction. I'm more anger and more, um, I'm not trying to be as commercial. I'm really just trying to be direct and make a statement more than I am um, trying to write a hit. Um, I really will just make statements and just, uh, I don't care about hits. I don't really care about, I really don't care about being a rock star uh, per se. I don't care about being on the radio. I don't care about having a billion views, but like I do care about saying things and talking shit.
So that's uh, the if, if if you can catch my drift and if you can read between the lines, I got a big fuck you coming to everybody. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the statements you're going to make. Well, that's the thing. It's like I'm going to say what everybody's afraid of, and I and I'm going to challenge people to cancel me uh, because I'm not I'm not afraid uh, of certain beliefs. I believe everybody can believe what they want. Uh, where where in life we forgot how to do that and have a civilized conversation uh, between two individuals instead of being like, I'm right, you're wrong, and you're wrong because I'm right. And if you don't believe what I think, you need to keep your mouth shut and you need to be silenced. Uh, I don't believe in that. Uh, whether I agree with the person and their beliefs or not, I don't believe in that tactic. Does that make sense? I don't believe in, in silencing anybody. Um, you know, And uh, so I'm just going to take up the mantle of playing a killer's confession. Well, I really like that. I, I definitely understand what you what you mean with that. And I kind of similar to what I my approach to things is I don't mind if people have opinions, but don't say that my opinions are invalid because exactly. of your opinions. Exactly. And you see that a lot more here lately. And, and this album, you know, so I, I'm treading into waters that, you know, I'm I'm speaking from some truths, but some things that need to be handled. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, but like it's it's a very much darker and it's heavier AKC and uh I definitely needed to work with some different type of guys to go that route because, I mean, like I said, um, Sahaj is more of a uh, radio guy. And, and I don't look at this. I don't see this going mainstream. I don't see this going uh, and being the next big thing, which I would never care to be in the first place. You know, I think that's a bunch of horseshit. Um, I, I, I don't like when people put musicians on a pedestal uh, and myself included. I don't like being put on a pedestal and I don't think not any of us deserve it. Um, we're people, you know, none of us solved world hunger. None of us uh, have made peace. We just wrote a song that was catchy. So you can take it for what it is. No, and I, I honestly, I definitely, I agree with that. I know there's, you know, not just musicians, this is celebrities in general that a lot of people, you know, put that uh, those celebrities on a pedestal and, but you are definitely right with just breaking it down to what like a musician is that's making music. You know, you happen to make a you know catchy song that people enjoyed. Well, that's the thing. I'm here to entertain you, and I'm honored that I have the ability and have been given the uh, a stage to do that for you. But do I do I care for the the fame? No, it, it, fame is fickle. Uh, what matters is time and family. And if you can't get the time with your family, you're not rich. It's like, cause when it all said and done and I could, and I've got 25 years experience. I've been doing this a long time. So for anybody to say I'm speaking out of ass, they don't know because they've not, they've not done what I've done. They've not traveled like I traveled when they're there and the show's going on. It's amazing. And when they leave, you're alone again. That's how it is. You're going to, your trajectory is always up and down. And, uh, you know, it's like, enjoy it for what it is. But remember, you're no God. You, honestly, I, I can't really, add, you just summed it up very well with that, uh, by saying that um, that you're no God. That That is a great way uh, to describe it. And we well, kind of what we were talking about before this interview, too, with, you know, uh, about being rock stars. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. You know, I can't stand uh, influencers, uh, the, the people that, that get on. I hate influencers. I hate uh, anybody that just puts themselves on a pedestal and 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 says and, and it, 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 I'm I'm here to influence you with my opinions. 
Well, I would rather be educated than influenced any day of the week. Educate me. Don't influence me because influencing somebody is tricking them to follow you. That's an imp you, you influence me to go that way. Educate me. You, do you see the difference? There, there's definitely a big difference. It's kind of funny. I was uh, I was talking to my dad um, earlier today, and I, I've, t I've talked about this in other interviews that you know my, my dad is a priest, and he was talking about that people are becoming uh, like they, they feel like they're their own god nowadays. You're very much right. Uh, everybody's addicted to their phone. Everybody's addicted to their social media, and how many likes and how much love can you get when you have love around you and you don't realize it. Um, like I said, be happy that you're being admired and that you are being appreciated for the art that you're creating that's hopefully good enough to where it's going to outlive you and give you a legacy. But remember, you're nothing special and you're not a god and, you, and you're not a peacekeeper and you damn sure don't have any foot to talk about politics, religion, race, creed or any of that. You are just a songwriter or a performer. That's it. That just because you got famous does not give you any clout to have the mental capability of speaking to the rest of the world on how they should conduct their lives. And that's where people are messing up because you're following all these idiots. And I'm going to say it. You're all fucking idiots uh, for fucking like these people that follow the, the masses and they don't educate themselves. And like I said, don't influence me. Educate me educate me. I want to be educated. I want to, I want to have knowledge that I don't have to go look at Google for retain that knowledge. I want to be educated because that is true. wealth. is your mind is being able to think in here and, and, and know right from wrong and understanding. Oh, I, de I definitely agree. And kind of the, the thing, like when I, you know, look around at what's going on is that common sense, you know, is not very common anymore. For no. some. It, it's, it's, <laughs> Like I just look at like just just people online or like some it, sometimes people in person and I just have to blankly stare at them just going like what what is going on here like I don't I'm not understanding anything you're doing <laughs> and they're making millions of dollars because of it yeah that's the part that be, uh, is beyond me it's like who are you what have you done okay you got sponsorships because these sponsors want to grab off of your 15 minutes of fame, and that's all it is, 15 minutes, because you're going to be gone. You're going to be replaced with the next fucking idiot that next, does the next stupid thing, and it's just going to change and change and change. And these, uh, uh, the only people that are really making out are the people that are selling the products and these people's names because they're smart enough to be like, all right, here's your 15 minutes. Well, we're going to jerk our, our deal out from me and give it to the next guy, and we're going to continue selling the same product just with a different face. Oh, exactly. And what um, I don't know if people like, I don't know if they just forget about or not realize is that, you know, uh, even if let's say you know, your career ends, the world's still going to go on. It doesn't oh, matter. It you're doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I And I'm not trying to say this. I can have a heart attack right now and this interview is going to continue. You might be confused by it, you know, with my head just going boom down, but it's going to continue and the people can continue and they're going to bury me and life's going to continue and it's going to keep going and it's going to keep doing it for generation after generation after generation until somebody's stupid enough to push the red button and end us all. <laughs> That's 
you know, and, I, and it'll go, oh, you're such a morbid person. Well, I do sing for a killer's confession. This is where my mind goes. Um, but this is this is facts. This is uh, undeniable truths. You're going to be you're going to be born. You're going to you're going to pay taxes and you're going to die. You may even get murdered. Who knows? Now you're, and here's another thing that people don't, don't like to hear anymore. You are a fucking statistic. We all are. Some of us are going to some of us going to become drug addicts. Some of us are become wealthy. Some of us will get uh, uh, critically injured in a, in a car accident. Some of us are going to live the rest of our life and die in our sleep. The lucky ones. You know, everybody is a statistic. All of us. Nobody is above that. Oh, for sure. Everyone's a statistic like when they're living, when they're dead. You know, like, yes. it, it, you everybody know, for, is. It, that, honestly, I, I've thought about this a lot just like this week in general. It's just like, you know, how, you know, um, how important is everything in life? Like, you really have to break down like what's important in life. But then if you look at like the bigger picture, picture with everything, like, you know, the big corporations and everything else, like, doesn't matter if you're living or gone. There's going to be other people money. to replace. Yeah. There's going to be other people to replace you. There's gonna, it's just going to keep going. Life is going to go on. You know, I look uh, like I'm morbid and I watch people who've died. I watch old funerals, watch. Yeah, I, I, I like I look who has died and I re remind myself daily. This is the end of it. This is where it all comes to. Now, is it really that important to be this? Is it really that important to, to build your uh, to bend your moral character to have that when this is the real this is going to be the final result at the end and the final result if i'm lucky enough i'll get a small little thing said today on such and such Waylon Revis has died and that's it that's it so what do i do before that that's worth it because not uh, because like the race for fame and fortune and all that bullshit it ain't it ain't because you can't take it with you what I'm gonna have a mansion in the afterlife. I doubt it. You know, <laughs> it's like it's a it's a very much a, a a thing. It's a rat race to get there, and I'm and I have slowly took myself out of it. I don't care for it anymore. I'm like I would rather be the villain's villain, and uh, uh, and, and 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 point out the things that that people are willing to cancel you for, and and say the things that are people are afraid of, but they're true. And if you don't like it, I hundred percent agree with that. I, I, I'm gonna add one more thing. I do want to uh, move yes. on to the future plans for a killer's confession, and that is that at the top, it's all people. They're just trying to like screw each other over, and you know, just 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 trying to you know cancel them, eliminate them, and it's just. It, to me, it just seems like so much uh, headache to try to keep up with all that. It's like, what's the point, honestly? There, there is no point. It, it's, it's, it's control. That's what it really is. People love to control. People love to control other people. If you don't believe that, oh, well, you know, but, but they, now they're doing it in ways of your feelings. Well, you can't be that way because you've hurt me and you've hurt my feelings. Well, nobody gives a fuck about your feelings. No, that your feelings are never going to do anything but torment you. They're not gonna. They're not gonna build a house. They're not gonna raise a kid. They're not gonna feed you. They're not gonna do anything. But if you're not have not been raised well enough, and I'm gonna, I am gonna say it like this: if you've not been raised well enough to 
I'll be like, well, times are tough and it hurt my feelings. How do I make this right? Well, I'm going to lace up my boots a little tighter and I'm going to walk a little harder and I'm going to think some for myself. That's the problem because people want to have their safe fucking space. Well, if you need a safe space, man, you need to get the fuck out of here or you need to be just reprogrammed because there is no safe space in this world. This is a cold and dark place. And if anybody wants to tell you different, they're a motherfucking liar. A hundred percent agree. The real world <laughs> doesn't care about your feelings. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It is, no. And my kids come on. You hurt my feelings. Like with sticks and stones, son. Did he punch you? No. Well, don't worry about it. What did he do? He called me a ginger. Well, deal with it. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Well, it's like what, what? What's what's wrong with him? Make fun of him. Go right back at it. That's the problem. Like people are scared to like lash back. It's like sometimes, I, I, you know, it's like people will call me a Neanderthal for this, but you know, sometimes, you know, kids uh, like with bullies and all that, sometimes one of these cross the fucking jaws, all you fucking need and you won't act stupid again. I promise you that. I do. I do. That is, that is definitely for sure. Like, and, and, like, and if you're just now tuning in and you have no idea, read the name above me. This should tell you everything about my thought process of the world. And if you don't like it, and I don't care. <laughs> well, that is, that's a good segue to talk about. Uh, so as I'm wrapping up this interview, so what are the plans for a killer's confession for 2023? We just got into February. So what is the rest of the year looking like? I'm working on our new album right now. I, I, I shelved our last album. I didn't like the direction it was going in. So I went a little harder and, um, um, I'm finishing that up. Uh, we just announced today that we are on Incarceration Festival. Uh, we would play in, uh, I don't have the date in front of me, actually. I'm going to look right here. Excuse me. Uh, July 14th, and uh, I'll be at Incarceration Festival. I'll be playing July 14th. It'll be uh, July 14th, 15th, and 16th in Mansfield, Ohio, at the Mansfield Prison. Get your tickets now. It's actually an awesome lineup. we got Limp Biscuit headlining Friday and uh, Pantera headlining Saturday and Slipknot headlining Sunday. So, it's gonna be a great lineup. That's and a stacked lineup. It is a stacked lineup, man. I, I like. I'm lucky because like I was looking at it, it's like Limp Biscuit, Volby, Holly Suspect, Cole Chamber, um, Hate Breed, a Pod, Slaughter to Prevail, Slaughter to Prevail. They're such a fucking badass band. We came as Romans, Fit for a King, uh, Chelsea Grin, uh, Vendetta. Uh, I can't. I can't see because I'm in my glasses. Us and a bunch of other bands on Friday, man. It is a stacked motherfucking lineup and uh i would get your tickets now it's always a fun time this will be our second time as a killer's confession playing incarceration so get your tickets man it's it's uh, it's awesome and, and you get to go through shawshank that's where they filmed shawshank's redemption so you can go through the prison you get tattooed in there yes man it, it's an amazing uh, amazing experience so guys if you've never been to incarceration you definitely need to go check that out Oh, that is definitely awesome. I, I do hope uh, you and the AKC have a really great time. I did like, as a uh, close out this interview, I did like, uh, so when I saw you for the second time, you added some uh, face paint uh, oh, yeah. for your show. I like that. I really like it. It looked really cool. Well, uh, that goes back to my Mushman Dads. That's the other persona. That's the guy that really doesn't fucking care. Uh, then me, you can have a conversation with him. Mm-mm. Ain't happening. That that is that is the monster that lives in me that's pretty much wanting to break out. 
Well, I, I was definitely digging it. And I did notice you wiped off your face paint before you talked to me after the show. So I'm glad I didn't talk to the other guy. Uh, well, he comes, he, he only shows up for the uh, allotted time I allow him to come out. So, and trust me, he is a character. He's he, and he was the one yelling at the sound guy, not me. <laughs> that is for sure. But Waylon, I had such a great time chatting with you about pro wrestling, uh, AKC, incarcerated, and so much more. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for hanging out here on Super Cool Radio. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on Super Cool Radio. Of course. For Waylon Revis of A Killer's Confession, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty.